breaking news from The Athletic. This is Andrew Schlecht and Eric Name from The Athletic with breaking news. The Milwaukee Bucks have made two trades, one for Drew Holiday, another for Bogdan Bogdanovich. Here to break it all down with me is Eric Name. Eric, let's first start with Drew Holiday. Uh, this is a big trade for a player of Drew Holiday's caliber. I mean, three first-round picks, two pick swaps, George Hill and Eric Bledsoe. What were your initial thoughts on the deal? I think initially it was just kind of shocking to see that the Bucks went all the way in. Like this is, it's such an extreme move. You so rarely see that many first round picks exchanged or, you know, having the possibility of a swap or anything like that, where, you know, you're looking through the rules, the, the all of the Stepian rule regulations, all of it trying to figure out, okay, can they actually do this? How can they do this? And uh, to me, that's just the overwhelming thing was that, you know, you look at all those picks and they gave up so much for somebody who, you know, I think isn't a year-to-year All-NBA guy. Somebody who I don't think anyone would say is in the top 15 players in the league. Now, would you say he's in the 20 to 30, maybe, somewhere in there? Uh, I know sure. our, our Seth Part now had him somewhere in there in his recent tiers that he, he had put together. So uh, it's it's a very good player. I don't think it's a great player. And yeah, it, it does feel like a lot when you look at kind of what he is. How much of an upgrade is it over Eric Bledsoe, would you say? I think it – so the the weird thing is obviously with Eric Bledsoe, a lot of the value is defense. And strangely enough, Drew Holiday is one of the few players that probably has more defensive value than him sure. as a point guard. So mm-hmm. uh, you're already getting that. And then offensively, it's just been a real struggle for Eric Bledsoe in the postseason the last three years. Uh, mm-hmm. He just doesn't hit threes. He doesn't look comfortable teams keep him from driving to the rim. And I think that's the big thing with Drew Holiday is that one, he's a better shooter. Two, he's a better catch and shoot three point shooter. And then three, he's a better creator. He's a, whether that's creating his own shot or creating somebody else's shot, he is able to, you know, kind of handle those things and be more of a primary creator where I, I think Eric Bledsoe, at times, he can be aggressive and, you know, get out in transition. But if you're talking about a half-court set, Drew Holiday is just a much better creator. And and that should really do a lot for the Bucks' offense, having a point guard that, you know, other teams actually have to cover, actually have to worry about, which just wasn't the case for Eric Bledsoe in any of the last three postseasons. So shortly after the Drew Holiday trade... The Bucks also traded. Well, I guess they haven't. You can't even make this trade yet because free agency hasn't even started yet. But they will complete this trade this week for Bogdan Bogdanovich and Justin James from the Kings. And in return, the Kings will get Dante DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, and Irsan Ilyasova. Another big move to kind of show Giannis that, hey, we're, we're serious about keeping you. We'd love to provide you with better talent. And uh, I think that Bogdanovich is a guy who people may not know. Like, he's already in his prime. Like, this isn't a young player they're trading for and trying to develop. This is a guy who's ready now. So what are your, what are your thoughts on Bogdanovich and his fit with the Bucks? Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what his number ends up being because he is a restricted free agent. This is a sign and trade. So the Bucs are going to have to sign him to a contract of some nature. So I think, first of all, figuring out where that number is. Is it closer to 13? Is it closer to 18 per year? Is it three years? Is it four years? Kind of how does all of this work? I think that part is going to be really interesting uh, just because, I mean, the Bucs are going to have $120 million committed to five guys 
Like that's yeah. it just an insane number to think about. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, when this Giannis Supermax comes in, it is a huge number. So uh, it, it's going to be really interesting to see. But I think with Bogdanovich, getting to watch him a little bit over the last 24 hours, obviously the shooting stands out. He's very confident. Seven threes a game, 38% from three. But he also ended up taking some bad ones. Those Kings teams mm. really like to jack him up. So he's closer to 40% on catch and shoot. He's he's up above that 40% number, which is always what you want to see as an elite shooter. But on top of it, he's a nice playmaker. The Kings, uh, you know, going through all of his synergy clips, you're watching him. I mean, there's a Celtics game where he's closing out the game. It is literally put the ball in Bogdanovich's hands and let's see him go to work. So it's pick and roll. It's taking dudes off the bounce it's hitting threes like it's all of that and i think that's really what you're looking for when you look at this bucks team is that all five dudes out on that floor are going to be able to create something for themselves offensively and that is terrifying for any defense they're way more dynamic now how do you think this affects Giannis? i mean everybody that's what this is all about is trying to get Giannis to sign that deal before december 21st do you have any predictions or, or thoughts on where this is all going with Giannis? I think going into this offseason, the Bucks were incredibly confident that Giannis was going to sign his Supermax extension. And I think, honestly, they believe that they could have done nothing and he would have signed that Supermax extension. It's $80 million difference between what he can get with the Bucks and what he can get with somebody else. People don't pass up on $80 million. Like That's just not a thing that people do. So I think they were incredibly confident, but also... I think they looked at their team and looked what they did the last two postseasons and said, we have to be better. We have to mm-hmm. make a change. Whether or not this helps convince Giannis to sign with us, we need to be better. And I think that's largely the basis of those. But, you know, it would be naive not to think that Giannis was not a part of any of the decisions that they made, that he was not kept in the loop on, you know, who they're targeting, what they're thinking about. And, you know, like a guy like Bogdanovich, those two dudes did, I mean, they were doing Instagram lives together last summer. They were, you know, kind of talking Mm -hmm. with each other about their experiences in the league and being, you know, foreign players and kind of how that has worked out for them and all that stuff. So like those are two dudes that know each other and and have kind of become friends over the years. So uh, I think it would be, again, naive to not think like, oh, okay, that probably had something to do with it. And Giannis probably had a little bit to do with it. Whether he was the one signing the contracts or approving it is obviously a different thing. But I mean, we've seen plenty of players dip their toes into the GM waters as you know, they're thinking about making a long-term commitment to a team. And, and I think it would be kind of silly to think anything different is going to happen with Giannis Dekuma. I think it's all good news for Bucks fans. Now, it, I don't know that it's going to stop them from being on pins and needles until <laughs> until Christmas, but uh, I think this it's a good step in the right direction. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics new headlines section for much more on this story. To get access to all the Athletics' great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod where you can join for just $1 per week.